Are you ready to start living the life of your dreams? Are you ready to invite the magic, the stories and the lessons to take your life to the next level? I'm Nicole Winley, and I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. Because when you feel good, when you believe in yourself, success and achievement are just around the corner. Ain't nothing fabricated here. It's real stories from real people to guide you through life's ups and downs. Let today be the start of something new. Let today be the day that you change any belief that limits you. Welcome to Believe and Achieve It. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe and Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley. And for whatever reason, I am matching. I just realized I'm waving around this beautiful piece of amethyst and I have on a I'm going to call it yeah. an amethyst colored shirt. <laughs> but anyhow, on my intro, I'm Nicole Winley. Today, you get Janet Finneman. Yay! Hi! <laughs> I feel like it's been for a while that I've had you on here, but it hasn't. It was last month. It hasn't. February went fast. Yeah. I officially now have a folder on my desktop that says Janet, so I don't oh, get oh, all oh. of all of the other podcast episodes. I'm trying to get organized. Organized in technology is not the best. It's kind no, of yeah. a little bit of a task for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for everyone. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Folder. Yes, I have my solo folders. Oh, I have my folder, uh, my po- regular podcast, and then I have Janet. So. <laughs> oh, I'm lucky. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm lucky. We're actually everyone that's listening is lucky. Oh, uh, so we just did an event last weekend when we or two weekends ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. a few weekends two- ago, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had an event that Janet kind of put together, and it was like a it was a networking event. It yeah. was what is what do you call that? Rapid dating or speed dating? Yeah, speed dating. <laughs> Uh, speed dating for and friends. when I left, I was like, that would have been nice if it was all like guys, really, to yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. But you kind of just, uh, it was just like a networking mixer for ladies to kind of meet other ladies. And it was wonderful. Wow. And wow. Uh, I dropped a shameless plug of <laughs> my podcast, Believe It, Achieve It. And then everybody was like, Janet, Coach's Corner. Oh my God, I love all the episodes that you guys do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, that was awesome. That- that went great. Yeah, that was awesome. And I love hearing that, you know, every not everyone, but a lot of people in that room are listening. And I and I love that. It's nice. Yeah. And you brought a yeah. lot of amazing people together. Well, thank you. I have been very fortunate to meet so many amazing people. So I love being able to get them all together in one room. And on the subject of what I want to talk about today, so for those of you just now tuning in to the first episode of Janet and I Together, we always try to like keep it current, keep it real, keep it raw. Janet and I will speak just before we hit record and we're like, this is what I've been hearing a lot of, or this is what I'm thinking. And I kind of wanted to talk about living in the present moment. And especially yeah. being in that room that day, I was li- if I wasn't living in the present moment, it, I would have missed out on so much. Yeah. I think this is really important, especially with everything that has been going on the past two years and now with everything that we are currently all watching unfold before our very eyes. And that's all the stuff that's happening with Russia and Ukraine. So 
I hear a lot of a lot of chatter. Obviously, that's kind of like the conversation out there right now. Yeah. I mean, even getting a pedicure anywhere I go, people are mentioning Every, it. Yeah. 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 And so then I hear people that are now in fear. Yeah. And that took me back to living in the present moment and living now, like, yes, being acknowledging it, being aware of it. I've had a lot of quiet time, a lot of gratitude, like this morning (laughs) here in Jacksonville, it's kind of a doom and gloom, dreary day. We don't have a lot of those. (laughs) So what happened? So it really just made me pause a little bit more this morning. I couldn't go on my walk with the dogs. They were not having it. So They both snuggled up in in my lap this morning for my meditation and prayer time. And it, gosh, it really, really filled me up with gratitude that I'm able to sit here in my living room with my family, which is Duke and Duchess. So that then took me into, you know, prayer and sending out love and compassion and all of the things to everyone that is affected. And that is fighting over in Ukraine right now. So yeah. that's where it kind of yeah. took me. <laughs> yeah. But, how but great being in the present. Yeah. In the present. But right. Right. Rather than putting that same amount of energy either into worrying about it or preparing for it or grieving about it or consuming, you know, trying to figure it out. Like there's time and space probably for all of those things. But I think you know, the idea of mindfulness is sort of being aware of where is our attention and our energy going and trying to take some control uh, over, over where it goes. So, right. If you don't, you know what I mean? If you just wake up, you hit, you know, the alarm button and you just start going, especially at a time like this where things are kind of more heightened and as you walk by the TV or as you turn on the radio or you see a news headline or you pass somebody in the coffee line, you start hearing it. It's very easy if you're not paying attention to your thoughts and feelings to start going down, you know, different kind of negative or worry spirals. There's a lot of energy going towards that that is unintentional right? You're not intending your energy to go that way, but has then real kind of consequences. And so I think what I would say is that the biggest thing is the sense of safety, right? In our bodies and in our world versus the the sense of anxiety, fear, worry, control, the sort of all the opposite. Like what if we go into war? What if this happens? What if that's happening? The nuclear, like I hear so many people with so much panic, like, oh my gosh, I'm afraid we're going to be at war with China. I'm afraid this is going to happen. I'm like, what? Right. Right. (laughs) And I don't want to say like, I live in la la land. I don't want to, I don't want people to think like being present in the moment and like, really being grateful that I had my two dogs sitting in my lap this morning. I don't want to think that it's living no. in this no. la la land or this, you know, right. I mean, eight o'clock talking about it, right. With, you know, w- with somebody with family right there. Right. So, you know, you know, I think what would be helpful is like to do like a little quick sort of nervous system lesson, Right. So we have a nervous system, which is a gift, just like animals have nervous systems. We have our nervous system and our nervous system is constantly scanning our environment for threats, for perceived threats. Uh So puts you in your fight or flight mode, right? Right. 
So when you think of an animal, they're in the woods looking for predators. For us, the threats are different, right? We're not being chased by bears. We're not in Ukraine. So we're, you know what I mean? We're not under attack. But we still have threats, right? If you go to a movie and you watch a scary movie where there's an explosion, if I had electrodes on your head, you would be producing the same, you know, uh, brain waves and the same cortisol, and the, you know what I mean? The same physiological responses as if something was happening for real. So our nervous system doesn't really discern between sort of real threat and perceived threat necessarily. It's just constantly looking for threat. So when you see a news article or you hear something about war or somebody else's worry, there's an energy of that that our nervous system picks up and sort of perceives as threat and then sends into our brain, to our gut, to our vagus nerve, to our, you know, throughout our body to say, here, let me bring this information in for you to decide what to do with it. And so the benefit of be, of taking that moment and being mindful and trying to be in the present as you're talking about mm-hmm. is that then you can be very aware of this data, this input that our nervous system is bringing in and choose how to respond to it. So that when I see a scary thing happening in the world, I see, you know, my, my nervous system wants to mobilize me into fear to protect myself. Like you said, going into that fight or flight. And so some of us, when our nervous systems are threatened, we go to that fight or flight and that's the kind of worry. I can't sleep. I need to take money out of the bank, all that kind of thing. And then there's the freeze, which is, I just don't want to get out of bed. I, you know what I mean? I can't take it. It's too much versus when we can take a deep breath right? Feel our feet on the floor, maybe even push them into the floor a little bit to ground ourselves. If you're sitting in a seat, push your back into the back of the chair, close your eyes and kind of just get quiet within yourself or open your eyes and let your nervous system, give your nervous system peace, scan your environment, look around your room, even 360, look all the way behind you. Just notice everything. Let your nervous system be like, okay, in this is where I am. This is my scope of safety right now. This is my this is my world. And in these four walls, in this moment, my nervous system is safe. It doesn't mean that there aren't unsafe things happening in Russia and Yugoslavia, uh, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Ukraine. It doesn't mean that there aren't unsafe things happening next door. But it means that in this moment, I can calm my nervous system, right? And I think that this really is the goal of life is to be able to be aware of what your nervous system is feeling, not to shame it or suppress it, to notice if you're feeling can't get out of bed or feeling got to fix everything, got to keep moving, whichever side of that freeze or fight or flight that we're on. That's okay. That's a normal human reaction. It's actually, we can say, thank you, nervous system, right? Thank you for keeping me safe from harm. Thank you for for doing such a good job of being aware of what might be threatening to me. Thank you for that information. 
and I can feel safe anyhow. That idea of the world may be scary, there may be danger, and I can feel safe. I can, in this moment, I can choose to find a sense of safety within, even if there is actual threat outside. So it isn't denying and saying, everything's fine, everything's fine, don't worry about anything, right? It isn't saying, well, just turn off the news, that doesn't affect me. It's not of that. It's just, just saying, I have the capacity to feel safe, even when there are scary things going on. And a lot of that safety comes from the stuff that we call self-care. That's that importance of self-care, that it isn't just about pedicures and spa days. That it's about nervous system regulation, right? It's about resilience. It's about optimal brain function, right? I mean, like this is this is huge, important stuff. That breathing, practicing gratitude, mm. taking a cold shower, taking a hot bath, drinking enough water, talking to friends, laughing walking, rest sleeping enough, all these things. Netflix and chilling, right? We've already talked about that thing, self-care, yeah. Right? All these things that I think get kind of trivialized and like, oh, I'll get to that after I finish the important things, right? That is how you get to the present moment. That is how you go within and you can kind of calm the waters when they're rocky outside, it's that idea of when you look at the ocean, and reduce and that be, stress. Yeah. Right. Ocean, the top of the waves, but when you go down, it's just calm. Oh right? gosh. I love that. Janet, all these years, I've never heard that one. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're trying to find that calm. I sort of envision. <sighs> I can go there. Right? Yeah. I envision that calm sometimes in my heart, sometimes all, all the way down kind of to like my pelvis, pelvic floor kind of area, you know, that solar, uh, the root chakra, yeah. solar plexus root chakra, sometimes down to my feet where you can imagine roots coming out of your feet into the ground to like ground you into the moment. Mm-hmm. And then the benefit of doing that is that again, if we had the electrodes on, if we were testing our, our endocrines, our hor- hormone and our blood sugar and everything. There would be, as we do that, there is this regulation physiologically in our body from taking the breath, from Mm. regulating the vagus nerve, right? From regulating the autonomic nervous system that helps us to think more clearly, that helps us to filter information better, to make better decisions so that then we can you know, interact with the news and the information that's coming out, but from a place of empowerment, a place of like being in charge of, okay, you know, where am I going to seek the information from? How long am I going to look at it for? What times am I going to look at it? How am I going to notice when it's too much or too little, when it's, when it's making me more nervous, when it's making me less. And then, what can I control within this world where so much is out of my control? So that's where I love that Mr. Rogers quote of look for the helpers, mm-hmm. right? Is that when there are scary things that happen, but then when there are scary th- things, there are so many people helping. 
So when we're looking at the news and the news is so scary, we can also look at, okay, but what good is happening? You shared a post about that. And I actually told you about it. (laughs) You shared the post with me, but I said, oh my gosh, you guys, I saw this post. You know, I love so I love social media because I get to create it. I get to create right. what I'm I'm finding out. And you had posted about yes, this awful stuff is happening in Ukraine right now. And it was someone in Ukraine, and they were like, "But I want you to know all of the great stuff that's happening." Yeah, <sighs> oh, yeah, that was, that was amazing. So yeah, right. Well, so they're just like you know, there's like an NPR reporter who's showing all the people fleeing, which is it is not in any way to diminish the plight, but mm-hmm. also show all the people actually crossing the border into Ukraine to fight. And is it horrific and horrifying that we are fighting at all? It is. None of this diminishes any of that, but we're going to focus on something, right? You can't focus on nothing. We're, our, our energy and attention is going to focus on something. And I think in general, when, when everything is heightened like this, if we don't direct our attention, it is going to go to the world is ending. Everything is terrible. And the problem with that is that when you think back to the nervous system is that sends you directly to fight or flight or to freeze. And you just can't be helpful to yourself or to anyone else in the world from that place versus when you can say, okay, let me focus my attention just in this moment to feeling peace, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that even to people who are sitting in a bomb shelter right now, right? It's not in any way to trivialize that, but it is to say that there are times in life where you're in terrifying life and death situations and that even in those moments how can we in that moment take a deep breath and try to find peace in that moment try to connect to the people that I'm you know with how can I try to find safety even in a terrible unsafe situation when you talk to holocaust survivors or survivors of any trauma you know Ellie Wiesel his that's he did a whole lifetime of writing about the Holocaust and about the resilience and that those who survived were able in the most horrifying, horrific time of torture and death and despair to find, you know what I mean? To find something to hold on to, to find some joy or hope or something within, right? That's, that's sort of we within despite what's going on. So for us, we can look to the helpers and we can think, what can I do to help? You know what I mean? Can I, you know, can I forward a link where people donate money? You know, can I forward a petition where people can sign to let refugees in without visas? Can I go to the local refugee center or the local senior center on my corner or you know, thrift store or whatever, and help, even if it has nothing to do with that specific conflict, there are people suffering in all kinds of ways. Oh, right. It's right. opening my heart up so much. Yeah. The right. good and the bad, right? The good. It's opening me up. Yeah. Because you're allowing yourself to, right? If you hadn't learned how to really kind of direct your nervous system and to center yourself and to find the peace and to take the deep breath, you would be so overwhelmed by it 
Mm-hmm. You yes, because typically I would have been glued to the news. Yeah, right. On right. A, and it's just on a repeat. Every 15 minutes, it's the same thing, right. the same thing, the same right. horrible right. shot. And yes. it's over and over because, right. you know. The most, the most, right, the most tear-jerking, the most sensation. Mm-hmm. And then, so then what use can you be But there? I want to know. I want to be aware. Right. I want right. to be aware, right? And that's not living in the past or the present, but that's kind of living I mean, in the future, but that's kind of living in the present and being aware and not sticking my head in the sand and being like, it's not happening. Right. And so, and then, you know, for yourself, you know, you stay in touch with your nervous system as to how and when and how much works for you. You know, like I have, I have clients who are going through their own personal hell right now, whether with death or illness or whatever that that is, and they don't have room, you know, to bring in, to think world globally about other people's pain. They're just trying to get through their own thing right then. And so their, you know what I mean? Their capacity, they have to pay attention to their nervous system and that and be able to say, I'm sorry. I like, this takes all of my energy. This is all I can do. On the other hand, there are some people who are going through that and find it helpful to be able to think about somebody else's problems. Neither one of them is good or bad. It's that question of tuning into yourself and starting to notice, okay, by looking at this particular piece of information, am I starting to feel fight or flight? Am I starting to feel frozen? Or is it like, okay, this is, you know, this is good. This is information that is helpful for me. I want to stay informed. And maybe it's giving me some sense of how I could be helpful. And to be gentle with yourself that if there's a limit to how much you can watch before mm-hmm. your specific nervous system is 15 minutes, right? Click in, watch from commercial to commercial and back away. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think it's personal, right? It's individual. Everybody gets to find their own amount, but yes, I think, but yes, I think you have to be when it's starting to be more than 15 minutes, more than a half an hour, more than an hour. I think you do have to really, pay attention to take a moment to turn in to make sure that that feels like a reasonable amount for you. And I think over time you can start to get to know, okay, I can feel despair, the freeze. Right. And that starts, I think that kind of goes to that. Like, it's just hopeless. There is nothing we can do. There's always been this. It's always going to be like this. I feel so bad for the next generation. Like, those are kind of those freeze thoughts. Oh, right. Or I can't catch a break. Yeah. I heard right. that today I, from someone and I was like, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Be careful with those. And that you may notice in your posture, you know what I mean? You may be kind of slumpy or you may be feel heavy or want to lie down and you need to pay attention to that. Right. Because that's your nervous system saying reach capacity too much mm. versus a hand. You know what I mean? Or it might just be when you start getting into that, Oh my gosh, that's where sometimes like conspiracies can come up and fear can come up. And, you know, to that, I have to do this and I have to do this. And oh my gosh, and we have to protect things and put money under the bed and we can't <laughs> leave the house. You know, in those thoughts, like again, that's where, okay, we do that 360 look around the room, ground yourself in these corners. It is a scary world, right? And we do live in a world where there's cyber and all of, you know, these, these threats that loom, right. But then when you start feeling but focusing on that, 
is oh. right. It's not help, right? So if you notice, yeah. Yourself- I mean, it even I always say it weakens your immune system, <laughs> right? And I, right. Um, the immune system thing, anything that says boost your immune system, I'll buy it. Anything that says weaken it, I want to stay away it's, from it. Right. It's true. It's the truth, right? And so if you notice yourself with those kinds of thoughts or notice your posture, right? You're like really leaning forward. You're trying to do this. You're moving a lot. Your breath is really shallow. Take that deep breath and remind yourself where you are right now and take, turn off the news, get focused and grounded in something that brings you joy, pet your animal, be with your kids, mm. take a walk, be in nature, bring yourself back to the present moment, get away from all of that for a while, and then come back to those ideas again and think, okay, well, yes, we, we need to kind of, you know, pay attention to threats, but how much are those threats affecting me? And what's my personal comfort level with how I need to protect myself? And so and setting it's boundaries around it, right? Right. Right. That's going to be different for everybody. Everybody's boundary is going to be different. Everybody's risk tolerance is a little bit different. Everybody's situation is a little bit different. And so there's no right or wrong. But if you're not taking that time to notice that your nervous system might have just really shot up to that, that fight or flight or really shot down to that freeze, mm. that when you, if, you, if you're not paying attention to that, then you start acting from those places and then that's where all the bad things start happening, right? That's where you're going to drink too much. You know, that's when you're going to snap at your partner. That's when you're going to make bad decisions. So just as you notice those things, you just take your deep breath and reground yourself. Come back to that quiet place within, however you get there. And that's through the self-care. That's mm. through that self. That's why it is so critical. It is, it is nervous system regulation that's what self-care is and in times I think like you this, and I need to go on the road with self-care yeah really no I agree, <laughs> I agree. it's it's the most underrated mis- all day every day I do some mis- more, like having this conversation with you and holding a piece of amethyst and right. being present this is right. self-care right absolutely I have my feet on an acupuncture mat on on a on a platform so that I that it helps me to really sit up You know what I mean? I have my essential oil thing right here. You know what I mean? Everything that I look at are like all of these beautiful, calming images. I have a picture of my family right here. I have my affirmations right here because each one of them is calming my nervous system. As I sit here, it is sort of passively calming my nervous system, regulating my nervous system so that, that I can go in the world and be helpful to other people because my cup is full, right? Mm. My, my nervous system is balanced. And so th- to me, that's the goal of all of this is that the more helpful we are, the more empowered we feel and the less scared we feel during scary times. And so the only way we can do that is by really caring for our nervous system, really doing the hard work to regulate our nervous system so we can go out and help others. Spread it around so that, you know, you might be having a random conversation you know, with a best friend, a friend, somebody at the behind you in line, and you can just right take it down right. a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And even just think about—I mean, you've all been in a room with somebody. Somebody walks in the room, and the energy changes. Right? Either they light up the room, or everybody's like, "Oh, walking on eggshells," or feeling like Eeyore. Right? Or just just that—just standing in line with a healthy 
regulated nervous system that's just radiating gratitude and joy that even without saying a word people will you know what i mean it sort of raises everybody else will co-regulate everybody else's nervous systems will start co-regulating to yours without even having to say a word that's so true you know i was walking with a girlfriend of mine this weekend and last week i we were talking about walking and i was like i've even like so much. We put our head down and we're just walking because guess what? We're not in the present. We're in the past or the future. And I'm like, I just, now I'm like, put my shoulders back, stand up tall and put my, my head, just putting your head up and smiling. Like if you're in line or something, because if I'm down, I'm slumped down and my head's down and that's giving that energy. Oh, yeah. And so now I'm like, (sighs) huge. I love that. Yeah. Being, being present in a walk. Right. <laughs> Whether right. it's into a store or into your job or or in, so around true. your neighborhood or whatever. It's so Just, true. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So and everybody can use that as cues also to how they're feeling. Like notice for everybody's listening, notice your posture right now. Right. And I've been sitting really, up tall this whole conversation. Right. Right. So are you sitting up tall or are your, are your shoulders up by your ears? Are you leaning forward like this? Are you like moving really fast? Is your breathing really shallow? Are you like slumped in the chair or sort of laying over in the bed or stumped while you're standing, leaning over a table? These, it's not to criticize yourself, but it's to notice that and to say, this is your nervous system subtly talking to you. Okay. And that just by changing your posture, mm, it changes everything that it, it sends a different signal to your nervous system. Like that when you're slumped over that it's nervous system is bi-directional, right? So it's, it's sending information both ways. So we can, when we're slumping, that's telling our, that's sending this information to our nervous system that we're depressed. And then Mm. when we sit saying, no, Oh, we're empowered now. Right. And then the nervous system is like, Oh, okay. We're okay. Versus when we're like, shoulders up and going really fast. So many things to do. Our nervous system like, okay, alert, alert, alert. Versus when we take the deep breath and we just sit straight, mm-hmm. then the nervous system says, oh, we're safe. Right. And studies have been done on, on this. So much science. Mo- multiple studies have been done on this. So everybody so who's listening, change your posture. <laughs> yeah, right. I do it walking now. I do it all the time. And it's so crazy. I was like, the sun's shining. It's beautiful. I just got a breeze in my face. And I'm just like, yeah. Mindfulness, presence. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, and thank you for being in the ocean, right? And not in the waves. I'm going to go there a lot. Yeah. I feel the chaos. I'm going to settle down and I'm going to dive under. And being the calm. Oh, thank you for that, Jan. All these years, that was a (laughs) see. (laughs) I hold some out. I hold some back. I hold some back (laughs) to sprinkle them through. Thank you for having this and for having this topic because I do really think it'll be so helpful. I think it's very hard for. I think people can feel sometimes guilty if they're not super stressed out when things are stressful. Or what right do I have? to, you know, be enjoying the day when people are in a bunker somewhere, mm-hmm. but it, it just, that it doesn't help. Like that's not helpful. That's your nervous system is you're going to drop to freeze from that. And then you're useless. You're not able to help. So it is, we do the self-care. It's not a deserving thing. We do it to be okay so that we can help others. 
And that's what it's all about. <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Janet. And thank you, everyone who's listening. And if you know anyone that is struggling with any of this stuff or that needs to be more in the present, please share. Share with a friend, subscribe, yeah. rate, and review. And as always, go make it an awesome, awesome, awesome day. Yay! Much love. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Believe It, Achieve It. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you some value, please share it with a friend or subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. I love hearing from all of you, so please drop me a line at CoachNicoleWindley.com. That is Coach Nicole Windley, W-I-N-D-L-E-Y.com. Catch you next time. Much, much love.